Bloomington's home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. Here's what's going on in the NHL tonight. Boston leading Montreal 2-1 after one. After the second period, Mini and Philly 3-3. Early second period, Capitals up 3-0 on Chicago. Hurricanes leading the Rangers 1-0. Senators leading the Lightning 2-zip. Debrinkat both goals. He now has 23 on the season. Start of the second period, Maple Leafs and Panthers in a 1-1 tie. Matthews with his 33rd. Kachuk with his 35th. And about three minutes into the second period, Red Wings and Blues even at two. Coming up later, Seattle at Nashville. Golden Knights at Flames. Those are big games. The Penguins will play the Stars. The Sharks will play the Canucks. And the Jets taking on the Ducks. That's also an important game in the Western Conference playoff race. Uh, Winnipeg holding down the second and final wildcard spot. Four points ahead of Calgary. Five ahead of Nashville. Nashville with three games in hand on both the Flames and the Jets. NCAA basketball tournament. If you're watching your brackets tonight as I was telling Chelsea mine is busted it is Michigan State leading Kansas State 60-59 halfway through the second half and at halftime Connecticut in control against Arkansas leading 46-29 I would like to read you some things that were written about Connor McDavid I pulled these from a variety of different articles here's one passage he is almost cartoonishly great with talent so prodigious that it reflects in the strained faces of his competitors who next to him react cautiously like they're towing around some unknown beast that's pretty good that's good writing here's uh here's from another article actually i think this is this is sorry this is from the same one uh, during the game, whenever McDavid gets the puck, a low hum begins to circle the stands. Heads turn, eyes refocus, conversations come to a stop, and then abruptly start again with McDavid as the subject. Something's about to happen. From another article, McDavid is humble, clearly uncomfortable talking about his accomplishments or talking about his game. It takes some prodding for him to acknowledge how he has progressed. Uh, Another article uh, had an anecdote from a gentleman whose father had a a brain tumor and was hoping to uh, meet McDavid to get a jersey signed. And uh, this gentleman said, Connor went a step further and spent 20 minutes with my dad and brother. My dad lasted another six months, but all he could talk about was this McDavid kid. It was a classy thing for Connor to do. And then uh, another story had a quote from John Tavares, who said, the way he changes gears, I've never seen anyone like that. So just some, some, some reading I did this afternoon on things written about Connor McDavid. And, and you might be thinking, well, okay, Reed. So yeah, th- those are great things about McDavid. Nice comments, some, you know, some compliments, some analysis, some, in- some uh, you know, wordy, uh, flowery interpretation of how he plays, a nice story about him meeting a, a man who unfortunately was battling a brain tumor. And a quote from John Tavares. I, I got to admit something here. I left out part of that sentence about John Tavares. Because the full sentence is, more recently after skating with McDavid, New York Islanders star center John Tavares said, the way he changes gears, I've never seen anyone like that. And you're thinking, hold on, Reed. What are you? What are you talking about? John Tavares plays for the Toronto Maple Leafs. That says he plays for the New York Islanders. Well, I got another little confession to make here. 
all those uh, sentences and clips from stories that I just read to you, they were all written in 2014. They were all written in 2014. Connor McDavid was not in the NHL. He wasn't an Edmonton Oilers. The Oilers hadn't even won the draft lottery. Those things were all written about Connor McDavid in 2014. And, and I read those to you because they all apply now, I think, anyway. At that time, he was dominating the Ontario Hockey League. And it was expected that uh, by a lot of people that at one point, he was going to be a very, very good NHL player, probably an excellent one, and maybe the greatest in, in the league for, for a time. And I just wanted to read those things because they all still apply now. And that Connor McDavid is, is doing and maybe even exceeding the lofty ex expectations he had in his final year of junior hockey. References to the speed, making head-turning plays, changing gears, him being humble, not wanting to talk about his game too much, and oh, by the way, interacting with someone who unfortunately was going through an illness that would wind up ending his life, and maybe there's some parallels there to the special bond that McDavid formed with Ben Stelter. So we're witnessing it. We witnessed another milestone last night, two goals, 60 on the season. Where's he going to go next? <laughs> the Oilers are going to be in the playoffs. It's the championship, right? I, I mean, that's what it is. It, it's, getting, it's getting the Stanley Cup. And uh, he's got Dreisaitl with him this year. Other guys having great seasons. We'll see how it goes in the playoffs. But I just thought it was interesting. The things being written and said about Connor McDavid, you could write those things now, and they would still totally make sense. I'm happy to hear from you. 780-496-0063. That's the hotline presented by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed, pro all the way. You can email insidesports at 630chet.com. Follow me or message me on Twitter at Reed Wilkins, R-E-I-D-W-I-L-K. INS. Your perspective, of course, is always welcome. What does Kelly Rudy think of McDavid's performance? We'll get to that on Inside Sports. Subscribe to the Inside Sports Podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. This is 630 Chad Inside Sports. Oilers did not practice today. Practice tomorrow. Game Saturday against Vegas. It's on 6.30, Chad, with the face-off show at 6.30. The puck will drop at 8. An early one after last night. He joins us every week on Inside Sports, presented by Sentinel Storage Shop Canadian... Or, uh, pardon me, yeah, that's right. I'll just start that over, everybody. Uh, presented by Sentinel Storage, Shop Canadian, Store Canadian. Head to sentinelstorage.ca. Former NHL goaltender, now broadcaster, Kelly Rudy. Kelly, how are you doing? I'm doing really well. Reading yourself? Well, I feel like this show, remember how Sesame Street would be sponsored by whatever number the count picked that day. I feel like this show <laughs> should be sponsored by the number 60. Oh, that's <laughs> hilarious. Yes, that's uh, that's point well taken. I like it. Um, I, I'm going to ask you, we'll start here. Something I, I brought up to Rob last night. Just, yeah. and you can take this however you want. The just 
you seeing that number, seeing that milestone achieved, and I know Matthews got there last year and a couple other active players have been there earlier in their careers, yeah. but, you know, to see that 60th goal achieved by, by Connor McDavid, how do you sort of process or what perspective do you provide to that? Well, when we've talked about uh, McDavid in the, in the past, it's always been that, you know, he's one of the, most special players to ever play the game and that just adds to the lore i mean i just think that the way he uh i don't know he approaches the game he's got a a mindset that he's just not gonna uh ever be stale or reach a plateau you know i think a lot of players uh um might feel a little bit complacent from time to time and you just never get it and i go back to the uh all-star weekend and I, I know for a lot of people that's not a very important weekend and and it's a fun weekend but not really all that important and yet the the interest he had in the accurate accuracy shooting and how badly he wanted to prove everybody uh that he's that kind of guy in that uh, skills contest once again speaks about his competitiveness so that was very important for him that weekend and you could see it in the interview with kevin bieksa uh when drysaitl and uh, mcdavid were right beside each other and that's uh, that just tells you about uh, he's a special athlete and kelly the the thing and then look i i know you got to win the cup, right? I mean, that's that's the nature yep. of the sport. But but I'm thinking, all right, you know, where he's at in his career, he's approaching the halfway point. He's probably not quite there yet. But I yes. was thinking last night, because I I remember working the night of the draft lottery. You know, I, I remember him yep. winning the the Hart Trophy in his second season, and the Oilers finally got yep. into the playoffs. Of course, he wants the the Stanley Cup. But I'm thinking. All that hype that this kid had around him, and then the Oilers get him as the first pick, and I'm thinking to myself, he is he's achieving what he was supposed to achieve, maybe even more when you look at some of his stats, and he's going to win the heart again this year. And, and I think that's sort of something as hockey fans and here in Edmonton for Oilers fans, you got to celebrate and embrace all the expectations, all the hype, the weight of all that, and he's doing it, and he's probably doing more maybe than what a lot of people would have thought he was capable of. I, I agree. I think he's doing more. I think he's overachieved from what, you know, all the things that all of us had heard about him. Uh, and I think of a lot of guys, and, and not not the, not the Gretzky and Crosby, but even Ovechkin, I know there are times during uh, some early playoff series that we were wondering about, you know, not about his commitment because he was always extremely committed Ovechkin, but wondering if he's playing the right way, you know, maybe playing a little too physical or doing this or doing something else or, and, and we've just never gone down that road with McDavid, right? It's, it, it has just been a, a path to the top and continues to get better and better. And that's, that's very rare. I have to say. Well, and the two goals he scored last night, and I know we did it earlier in the season, but, again off ingram's back or off the back of the head yeah. you know to, to, to yeah. get it started and just the confidence and the creativity to do that and he tried it again a few minutes later by the way <laughs> oh did he i didn't see that yeah oh that's awesome and then i mean what would you be thinking as a goaltender you got two breakaways in 10 seconds from the same guy 
from the, well, from the I, best player. Listen, I've had that, unfortunately, and it was uh, Mario Lemieux, and it was the same result. So uh, here I had, I think Mario had a great chance on me with about three minutes to go in the third, and I made a save, and then with about a minute to go, he had a breakaway. I made a glove save, high glove save, and honestly, with about 20 seconds left in the third, he had another breakaway, and th this time he scored. And, you know, the special players just do that. And it was almost identical to what Mario did to me because Mario went high glove with about 20 or 30 or with a minute to go, and McDavid did the same move uh in overtime both times it just the, the one worked and the uh, second one or the first one didn't so those are special players that really believe in themselves and then of course dry settle gets to 110 points he has four assists um i mean he's it, it, here's the thing like when rob said this last night if if mcdavid isn't in the league you know yeah. who knows how we're talking about dry uh, I mean, I'll kind of let you take this wherever you want, but the, the long pass to Nugent Hopkins, the patience, yes. and then to fire it off his back foot, and then yeah. the initial breakaway pass to McDavid, you know, this spin around yeah. backhand pass where he could have just kind of thrown the puck into an area and McDavid would have got yeah. it, but it's it's yeah. right on the tape through the neutrals. I mean, just incredible. Yeah, you're 100% right. Uh, I mean, Edmontonians uh, and uh, Oilers fans, wherever you live uh, out in the world, you're, you are extremely spoiled. And that's the only way I can uh, talk about it, because not only to have McDavid, but you've got Leon Dreisaitl, and it's very much like uh, Gretzky and Curry back in the day. Uh, two amazing hockey players, two different hockey players. And I think of that backhand pass to McDavid for the overtime winner. I mean, Dreisaitl strips the puck from Travis Boyd, who happens to be a really dependable guy, right? Like, Boyd's not easy to get the puck off, and Dreisaitl made it look awfully simple again. And so it's just uh, every single game, you sort of go, okay, what's going to happen tonight? Because I know it's going to be special. And, and uh, yeah, wait around because something great is going to happen. When you... When you watch some of the passes Drysdale makes, and look, you played with and against Gretzky. You were yeah. in the Mario yeah. area, like you said, and we've seen incredible yeah. passers. But like, how much of a problem do those guys present from goaltenders? Because goalies are obviously you guys have to be exceptional at reading the play. But how yes. much of a problem? That like, how much? I mean, it's almost paranoia, right? Like, what is he seeing that I'm not seeing right now, right? <laughs> okay, so Leon Dreisaitl is in uh, rarefied air because a lot of the great ones that have ever played can make two other guys on the ice really dangerous just with their vision and their skill and passing and so on. But Dreisaitl's like Gretzky. Gretzky made all four other players on the ice dangerous and and that's that's extremely rare i wouldn't even say mario could do that i i, I thought mario individually was at a maybe at a higher level but mario didn't quite uh, see the ice quite like wayne nor like dry um but, you know, I just think when you see guys like Dreisaitl and Gretzky and there's uh, maybe a missing three or four in the history of the game, that that just doesn't come around very often where they make everybody else on the ice dangerous. Kelly, Rudy joining us tonight on Inside Sports. Yeah, pr pretty remarkable game last night. Yeah. And somebody, yeah. somebody called into Rob and I and said, do you think McDavid can get to 80? And we said, whoa, whoa, whoa. 
oh, yeah. 70 though who knows i mean he could get 10 goals in 10 games you get a hat trick in there a couple empty netters yeah you never know hey i played with bernie nichols he had 70 and that was a pretty uh great feat right to watch and be a part of it and see it and but that is so unbelievably rare it's it's so you know so special that let's not get ahead of ourselves how about that so how conscious was bernie and everybody of of where he was and and was there you know did you ever sense okay guys like you don't have to feed bernie all the time you know we still got to try to win. like was there ever any of that well i wouldn't say that i mean uh bernie was bernie was uh he was riding a high right i mean we all knew how special that season was. He was playing with Gretzky. That was the first year that Wayne was in L.A., and we were just sort of along for the ride, even though I was only there for about a month and a half of the regular season. But I knew this is special. At that point, I had only played with, I would think, Mike Bossy that had scored 60 or more. And so I'm thinking I, I'm witnessing something very, very special here. Yeah, okay. Uh, quick thought here before I let you go. Flames are playing tonight against Vegas. Then the Golden Knights come here on Saturday. Um, how how desperate does it feel around the Flames right now? Oh, they're desperate. That's for sure. But I'll tell you what they, you know, they're learning to move on from their mistakes. I I was a part of the game on uh, Monday. I broadcast that when they got beat eight to two in Los Angeles, and I did the game Tuesday uh, where they beat Anaheim. Now I know Anaheim's a young rebuilding team, but that was quite the the mental challenge for the Flames to overcome that bad defeat on Monday. And I can tell you they were awfully loose yesterday on the plane ride home because we stayed over we didn't fly right after the game in anaheim because of the length of the flight and the time change coming back but uh, yesterday morning on the flight they were they were very excited about this upcoming uh, opportunity and challenge that they know is still uh, in front of them okay kelly enjoy your perspective as always have a great call tonight we'll do this again next week buddy really appreciate it Okay, thanks, Reed. I'll talk to you next week. Kelly Rudy for Sentinel Storage. Shop Canadian, store Canadian. Head to sentinelstorage.ca. Uh, I think we had a couple folks trying to get on the open line there uh, just as Kelly was starting. 780-496-0063. Got time for you after the news here.